you're listening to the Amplified Ambition Podcast with me, your host, Kristen Edwards. I'm a strategy coach focused on helping women like you to gain clarity by connecting their personality with their zones of genius. That's a fancy way of saying I can help you start and grow a business that works for you instead of you working for it. Inside this podcast, you will hear all the things because I'm multi-passionate and don't believe in leaving anything behind if it can unlock your next level of success. Let's go ahead and dream loudly as we create your best life. Twenty twenty was supposed to be my year of big travel, but I had to take safety over fun and slow it down and keep it simple this year. But what I have done in the meantime is stare at endless rates for airline flights and to see where I could possibly go, how much is it, how many trips can I get out of one travel credit because I did have flights booked earlier in the year and planning all these ideas. Now, did you know that the longer you spend on one particular website scrolling and scrolling, it would actually increase the price? Yeah, I didn't either. But after a while, you start to catch on that, hey, this is the day to uh, shop shop online. And this doesn't just happen in the airline industry. This happens with retail stores online as well. The longer you spend on their site, they will increase their prices over time because they believe that more people are looking and interested. And that means a part of the supply and demand cycle. So if you are ready to buy something, if it's on sale, go ahead and grab it right away. If it's not for you, go ahead and move on because for the person that is ready to buy it, you are actually increasing the rate on someone else. Now it is so easy to say, well, that's just travel. That doesn't apply to me. But how many other times in life have we stayed in consumption mode instead of taking action? When you're naturally full of ideas, you start to research the best practices, compare the strategies, and again, when do you finish that project? When do you reach your goals? When are you going to hit the finish line for that next milestone in your journey? All things to think about, and that's why I am so excited to bring you this episode as we talk about breaking out of consumption mode. So... Personally, for me as a multi-passionate, it is really easy to question, wonder, process, think. I have a million and 20 ideas and a lot of things sound great to me, not just the first time, but the second, third, and fourth time too. And when I hear something, I get excited and then I start doing research to say, well, how does this work? What else can I learn? Does this apply to me? Will this work for me? Do I want to try this? All the questions go through my mind. And I have to be really conscious of saying, okay, is this a project that I actually want to start? Am I just doing the research and it stays right here in this bucket, you know, far, far to the left? Or I also have to think about how other people are perceiving me. As a multi-passionate, I have heard all the voices of you're flaky or you can't commit to anything. And again, I am able to know the truth deep down about myself, but let's be honest, we're still human and we want other people to say positive things about us as well and not question 
our motives. So one of the reasons it took me so long to even start a podcast was because it was it was me second guessing, is this a fun project idea? Am I going to be committed to it? How much am I really going to enjoy it? And weighing all the pros and cons because I've learned to really process and make decisions truthfully. So I stayed in consumption mode for two whole years. But when it came to the time of like, okay, I'm ready to actually launch a podcast. Enough is enough. We're going to move forward with this goal. And I use this example because it's recent, but quite frankly, this is most things as well as I've kind of matured over time, is recognizing I don't want to stay stuck. I don't want to be in one place forever. And if I'm going to take action, I'm not perfect, which means my actions are not going to be perfect. We might as well dive in. And so I had said originally, well, I'll do the market research, kind of vet the idea, make sure this is for me, and then I will dive head in January, February of 2021. As I started to do the research, I realized my understanding of technology is fine and I was more than capable. And as I brainstormed topics for podcasting, I realized that I didn't really need a full four and a half months of planning and ideas in order to launch. Now, again, I'm not saying every project can be tackled in two weeks, but it was a one particular example where I was like, well, let's take the leap and learn how to fly on the way. And this is what eagles do, right? A mother eagle will literally do this to all of her eaglets. She will literally say, hey, I see you and I'm so excited that you are growing up to be a big bird. I'm going to push you out of the nest, but we're on the top of a mountain. So you have a long, long way down to figure out how to flap your wings. Now, thankfully, our moms are not doing to that that to us as humans, but at some point in time, you yeah. have to realize, I'm going to take the leap. I'm going to take the risk and move forward to create the life of my dreams. And so I really want to encourage you to be aware of that. There are times where, yes, you do need to learn and uh, process and understand and gain knowledge and expertise even, but even as you gain expertise, that comes in taking action. I'm not going to go under major surgery from someone who's only opened up those books as a doctor. I want to make sure you have done your residency and practiced and tested on cadavers before humans as well, but really established in your trade in order before you do something that is my life in your hands. And so it's the same thing that we should be doing for our own life. Take control, but take control by taking action. Break that cycle by moving ahead. And then you're probably saying, well, yeah, Kristen, I get it. You want me to get out of consumption mode and start creating and moving forward. And that sounds great, but how am I going to do it? So, of course, I'm going to give you a few tips as well. But if it's a matter of learning what you're meant to do and how you can contribute, then I definitely encourage you to start journaling so that you can gain clarity in this area. If you know that you were destined to be an entrepreneur, then I encourage you to take the leap. It is going to be messy action and you get the right to do it scared, but I want to encourage you and remind you that your purpose is so much bigger than your fears and you should never let fear be the reason that you stay back as well. So the first tip that I will give you Less screen time. I know you even need a device to listen to this podcast, but I want to encourage you to utilize some of the tools that have been coming out on these 
modern devices that we call cell phones more and more. The first one is focus mode. Now a different phone might call it something differently and it's a little bit more than do not disturb on your phone, although that's a viable option as well. But focus mode actually turns off particular apps on your phone. And so most social media apps, and you can choose which apps qualify under that, but when you put focus mode on, all of your social media apps or your email will then go into like basically being disabled. You will not get notifications. No, nothing can pop up. Literally, it allows you to focus on what you need to do. Text messages will still come in. Your phone will still ring. But again, no social media notifications. Um, the other option that you can do, even if you don't have focus mode, is just turn off your notifications. You don't need to know every single time you get a new email, especially when half of them are advertising advertisements as it is. So turn off the notifications. Turn off your email notification in particular, even if you are allowing some of the other ones. Make a conscious effort to go in and check your email two to three times a day, but not look at every single email that is popping up on your devices. And even on a, a desktop, even for, for work, even if you work full time or as an entrepreneur, you get to turn off those email notifications on your desktop as well and let those moments sit so you can get the real work done. The next thing that I will say, particular to my women entrepreneurs, close those website tabs. I know, close those website tabs, protect not only your time, but protect your mental energy. Close things out. If it's op three tabs open for one project is totally fine. And then the rest of it, you let it go. Also, you don't need to open 25 tabs because these are the seven projects that you're working on that day. Which ones can you knock off quickly? Which ones only take five to 10 minutes? And it's going to be a quick thing. Like I can check my email and then close that tab. I can go ahead and respond to these uh, four, you know, documents in Google Drive, get those edits out, send the Voxer message, and then close those tabs. You do not need to have multiple projects running at a time because you are actually going to spread yourself thin and be less likely to be productive. And your time is sacred. Your time is money. I'm sure you've heard that before. Your time is sacred. And if you feel like time is your issue, how on earth am I going to get back my time and simplify my success strategies, then I definitely want to encourage you to hit head to the show notes and grab your guide from me. It's completely free and it's a way for you to really go through. It's actually a, like a 10-page booklet, but there's 10 steps in detail on how you can streamline your business so that time is under your control and that your work is not controlling you as well. The next thing that I love to do other outside of the screen time is for you to build your workspace. And what I mean by that is that if you are a creative and you need to have like an art studio, then set up that place that is going to be the home of where you create your work. If it is a workspace, then again, set up an office, a desk area, even if it is not, you know, the most luxurious accommodations, especially given the times that many of us are now working from home, both whether you have a corporate job or you're an entrepreneur, we're all working from home right now. And so if you have that space, 
create it. If you don't, then permanently let everyone know the dining table is officially your office and they have to go eat somewhere else as well. And if it's not a creative or a workspace inside your home, then you make a coffee shop your local space and you know that every day from nine to one, I'll be at this coffee shop. This is my corner and I'm here to work and to make a difference in what I'm doing. But regardless of how you do it, find your zone. Turn on that playlist that gets you in the zone of work as well. And so whether that is really, really fast music or really, really slow, if it is religious or if it is crazy out there rock, it doesn't matter what works for you, but whatever helps you get your work done, you put that playlist on and all outside distractions will have to be silenced and wait as well. And then the last thing I actually found out about this app from another entrepreneur. It's called Coffitivity. I'll put that in the show notes as well. But Coffitivity literally helps you feel like you're in a coffee shop no matter where you're working. It has little, little ounces of background noise. I absolutely love it because if I'm home working and everything else is so quiet, it's like, where are the people? Especially again, I'm used to that big bustling office environment. That's what I Um, started my entire career in. And so even as an entrepreneur, I'm like, I want the people um, as well. And so the Coffitivity app is a great way for you to have that vibe of a coffee shop while being anywhere else that you need to be as well. Or even if you're in a coffee shop, but you don't want to hear everyone's voice, you just want those vibes. Again, put your headset in with that app on and you're still going to get the same effect. And so if you've gained nothing else, it is really, really important for you to settle everything else, turn off the outside noise so that you are able to, you know, really grow and develop as your own self, but also stop consuming so that you can make the time to make a contribution. That is the most important thing. You have a purpose, you have a calling, and I want to make sure that you Take the time to make a contribution and make the world a better place. When you shut off those outside distractions, when you stop clicking the next, the next, the next thing, when you close out the tabs, when you silence your cell phone, then you are going to be able to start making a contribution and getting your task done. Be aware of when you are going into that little rabbit hole of consuming not just one or two articles but 20 articles and say, today is when I stop and make a difference for myself and for my future. I hope you enjoyed this one. Please let me know. This episode was actually requested by a friend. And so if there's a topic that you would love for me to come, to cover that it was going to help you to dream loudly and to amplify your ambition, then please absolutely reach out and let me know because I'd love to cover it right here on the podcast for you too. Thanks for listening to Amplify Ambition. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, please take a moment to share it on Instagram or your favorite social media platform and tag me at Coach Keds. Check out the links in the show notes on ways to stay connected with me between episodes. I'd also love for you to leave a review on iTunes to help other ambitious women listen in and join our wonderful community to unlock lasting success. Until next time, dream loudly.